Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley. A familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. I find myself actually broadcasting you from my studio in St. Pete, Florida. It has been a World Week three, win, uh, three weeks. Thank you guys so much for all the birthday wishes. That was probably my most popular show ever where I had friends and fans and family call from all around the world. Some surprised me to uh, just to talk about how I showed up in their life. You know, I think ever since Facebook came out, birthdays are much more fun. Usually, you know, it's your mom and dad who'd remember your birthday. Uh, If you're lucky, your loved one, maybe your kids, but certainly nobody beyond that. I always wanted that birthday app. And lo and behold, Facebook came out and everybody and their mother gets to chime in and wish you a very special day. And, And I just think that's one of the nicest things ever. But to top that on the radio show, to have people take time out of their day and just lob all these nice things on me, I gotta tell you, I felt like the luckiest girl in the world. Well, speaking about getting lucky, that is what today's show is going to focus on. And I got to tell you guys, I hear her giggling, but you're in for a real treat. Now, I've been doing this show on and off for 10 years. We've talked about health, wealth, fitness. We've had celebrities from every walk of life, but you've never, ever, ever heard a guest like mine today. And I got to share with you, it's probably the most important. So what's changed in my life? Well, I'm actually in love and I will tell you that's a much better place to be than not. Um, but how do you stay there? How do you perpetuate it? How do you keep it going? And then the taboo subject, I'm going to say it right up, sex. Yep, S-E-X, three little letters that will change your world. If you have it or you don't have it, you're either happy or you're not, or you're looking for it. Um, but it is interesting when you talk about this word. Now, oh my God, I've got two 15-year-olds. This is crazy. I'm gonna, I, have some, I have some questions to ask her, but I'm going to tell you, if you are hearing the show live, you have the ability to call in I would ask the tallest, most beautiful, stunning woman I have ever physically met in my life, if you go on the internet, just type in these two words if you want to smile, Susan Bratton, B-A-R-T-T-O-N, and you will smile because she's stunning. But that's the obvious on the outside. But then you go on the inside, and then you find out that her expertise is sex. And you're like, all right, I'm good. This this works for me. Um, And I know I'm smiling from ear to ear, but I have these two 15-year-olds. Now, here's the crazy thing. My... Uh, well, I don't know if I should tell you the story when she gets on, but apparently they were practicing putting condoms on bananas. Yeah, I know. This is a crazy thing. I'm now dealing with a boy and a girl and what it's like to have sex for kids in this generation and how we stay happy and loving. I think I've kind of gone on with a, an intro a little, probably a little too long, but I'm so enamored with her and all that she has to offer. I'm going to give you her details throughout the show. She's a best-selling author. She is a sex and loving expert. She is one of the nicest women I've ever met. She's inspiring, and she's here today to share and answer all of my questions and hopefully some of your questions. So please welcome to the show, Ms. Susan Bratton. Big round of applause. I can say all of the same exact things about you, Forbes. It was so funny when we met. We just met, and it was like instant attraction and respect and appreciation between us going both ways. You could just feel it. I mean, if anybody was standing around us watching us, we just melted into love for each other the moment we met. And I just love a woman like you who is 
so strong, so vital, so sexy, so much fun. You lassoed me with that spin gym, like within 30 <laughs> seconds, you had me in your little spin gym web, and <laughs> I just caved into love for you. <laughs> and, I, and I thank you, and I think that's come from me growing up and being happy. So I, I hate to read people's bios before they show up. I think that's a terrible waste of time. But what yeah, she's, yeah, really, she's an advocate for passionate relationships, and I cannot wait to dive into this relationship, to dive in our relationship and this conversation. I don't even know if people remember Dear Abby. I do. But you were called the Dear Abby of Sex. Yeah. How did you come to this title, my darling? Well, uh, uh, this month, I'm celebrating 25 years of being married to my husband, Tim. Oh. And about 10 years into our relationship, we were very, very successful Silicon Valley tech couple. We had a little girl at the time. She's now just turned 21. And we had lost our passionate connection. And it was a combination of things. The first was that the new relationship energy had worn off. We had very busy go-go lives. And for me personally, in looking back on what happened, I had never had an orgasm from intercourse. Until I was 45, and I'm talking wait, my about... Engine, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. My engineers just fell off their chairs, just to let you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, both crashed and burned, um, and one is, has a huge smile. He's just trying to pick himself off the floor. Okay, I'm sorry. What did you <laughs> Well, one of the things that you might have heard of is this thing called the orgasm gap. The orgasm gap is that men, 90, 95% of the time, it's very easy for them to have a, a climax from intercourse. But for women... Maybe half the time, some of us can. It's much harder for women to have orgasms from intercourse. And now, what happened for me was I'd never had one. And so, I'd been making love to my husband for 10 years, and I'd, I found other ways to have orgasms, but I'd never had one with intercourse. And I got more and more disconnected from him. I'd also suffered sexual abuse as a child. Uh, and so, I, ha- I was already... And so many women and so many men are abused. And so I had a lot to overcome and I wasn't getting the pleasure that and connection that I wanted from lovemaking. And so I just got less and less interested in it to the point where I was giving him mercy sex. He was begging me for sex. And we decided that we could either get divorced or we could try to fix our problem. And Tim and I both realized that we could always find someone else, but maybe not someone as good. We, mar- we married well, and we were very well suited. We just had this emotional disconnection from, from me not wanting to have sex with it, him anymore. And so we took a lot of workshops. We did everything from tantric lovemaking to orgasmic meditation to walking on fire with Tony Robbins and doing Date with Destiny and all these different things. We spent easily $10,000 taking personal growth and sexual development workshops. And it gave us the knowledge we needed to come back together and to finally bridge that orgasm gap. Uh, Having orgasms is a learned skill for women and men because men don't even realize they're multi-orgasmic. And so it got me into the world of understanding orgasmic potential and how you cultivate your orgasmic potential. And our orgasmic potential is limitless as human beings if other conditions are right in the connection with, with our partner. And so we, just, we came back together so strong and so well that we decided to start a company together. 
13 years ago, we started our company. It's called Personal Life Media. And we decided to teach people all over the world how to have passionate lovemaking, not just sex, and definitely not the kind of sex that you see on porn. I'm actually anti-pornography. I feel like I don't want anyone telling me what my sex should look like. I don't want to be influenced by what somebody making money off me is telling me to do. And so we wanted to create ways for couples to have really, really intimate, connected, surrendered, passionate, soulful sex. And we began, we began learning about orgasm techniques, bedroom communication skills, and lately as well, sexual health issues and how to overcome them because your vitality and your sexuality are inextricably linked. One goes with the other. If you don't feel good, you don't feel like having sex. And so we started a company and we started with orgasm techniques, expanded orgasm, female liquid orgasm, uh, male multiple orgasm, bedroom communication skills, seduction techniques for couples in long-term relationships. We started talking to women about how they could not only find their soulmate, but their sexual soulmate, men and women alike. They want a soulmate, but they also want a sexual soulmate. How do you get over body image issues? How do you understand your own anatomy? And we just started educating and educating. I come from a line of teachers. It was natural for me. And I, I, I enjoy speaking about sexuality because so many people say to me, wow, you just talk so frankly about it. It makes me feel comfortable. So I just kind of have that gift of doing that. And that's why people started asking me for advice. And I started out, one of my very first products was Revive Her Drive for men in relationship who had tried everything to get their wives to have sex with them. And they were miserable and emotionally disconnected and angry and felt like victims because their wife didn't want to have sex with them. And I completely understood both sides of that coin. I understood what he didn't know, and I understood what she didn't know, and I understood what they needed to know to come together. And so I started teaching people. They started asking me advice. And then over the years, people of all ages from all over the world, of every race, every religion, everywhere across the gender spectrum, started feeling comfortable enough to send me an email divulging their deepest issues and asking me what to do. And over the years of answering all of these people, I'm very practical and, and I have a wide body of knowledge. And so answering thousands upon thousands of people's most personal questions just helped me get better at helping people over the years. I have heard it all. I have seen it all. And I've gotten to giving advice that I understand is I hear what they're saying, and I also can feel into what they need, and I give them this, try this thing, this simple thing, and they have this big effect from it, and then they get on the right side of moving toward their partner, and so it was really that that drove for me things like, you mentioned I'm a number one bestseller, I wrote a book called Sexual Soulmate. My friend, Arielle Ford, who wrote The Soulmate Secret, asked me, to teach about sexual soulmates. And I looked at all the things and all the advice I had given to people over the years, and I said, there's really a handful of things that make a huge difference, a little hinge that swings a big door open into possibility of a person's sex life. And I wrote a book about what those six essentials to connected sex are. I tried to distill all the things I'd ever told people into six easy practices that really... Okay, Bring so people close together. You are such an interesting wealth of knowledge. So I have um, 
actually my my Facebook Live is is tuning in a little bit so they can because they they want to know what I'm doing here on the radio. And I think some of them were stunned. One of my girls just wrote, "What does this have to do with Spin Gym?" Uh, and actually, you hit on a, a mode that if you don't feel good about your body, you're not having sex, which is very important to yeah. me. I really do think is. that if you don't look and feel good. Um, first question, how did you get so comfortable talking about it? Practice. Yeah, now I'm going to say that's not true because you can practice the wrong thing. And that's what I think most people have been doing over and over again is practicing, you know, having something wrong. So how do you understand what it, you actually talk in one of, one of your books about having a better sexual relationship with your partner. How does it get better? What, what is a tip that you might need to do? Well, I think the very first thing that you have to do is you have to make a commitment to learning together. You know, when we started the show, you were talking about your two 15-year-olds, your twins. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how 15-year-old sex or 16 or 17 or 18 or 19 or 20 when I lost my virginity. It or 35, depending if they're your children or not. <laughs> what? Or 35, depending if they're your children or not. Right, exactly. Um, Well, the thing is, I mean, you want to be as open as possible um, with your children. One of the things that I created recently was a YouTube video on betterlover.com that is how to lose your virginity. And I created it for one of my girlfriends. I'm going to stop for a second. That is so genius. By the way, she just mentioned her website called betterlover.com. No one ever talked about a good way to do that. All right, keep going. I'm just going to congratulate you. Yeah, so my girlfriend had a 15-year-old daughter, and she was like, I think she might be about to lose her virginity. What do I do? And I said, well, I'm going to go record. Uh, I'm going to go record a video, and I'm going to talk to your child Ooh. as a sex advice giver. And I'm going to tell young, a young person, male or female, I did both sides, if you're, if you're the young woman, if you're the young man, if you're going to lose your virginity here. And, and listen, 40-year-old virgins do write to me often. And they, they, they haven't had sex because they think there's something wrong with them. A lot of people think there's something wrong with them. And there's nothing wrong with them. As a matter of fact, I get a lot of penis pictures from guys who say to me, is, does my penis look okay? Because I don't know. I mean, it's very, and, and I don't mind that they send me them. You know, it, other women would be like, oh my God, how could you say that? And I'm like, because guys, they, they think there's something wrong with them. They're, they're perfectly normal. Everyone thinks there, you, there's something a little wrong some, with them. But so, do you see some pretty odd looking things? I get some, a wide variety of things in my email. So uh, I wrote the How to Lose Your Virginity. More for young people to go through the process and know not only how to keep their mind, body, and spirit safe, but how to make it the most beautiful experience of their lifetime. And I also recorded it for you, Forbes, to listen to. I just was talking to a friend of mine, Alina, and she said, how do I start talking to my daughter about sex? And I said, go listen to that video. Go watch that video. Hear how I frame things. Hear how I talk to them. Because it's more than anatomy. It's more than procreation. It's about heart safety and body safety and feeling good and confident and going into it really knowledgeable. My mother told me all about sex as much as I wanted to know every step of the way from the time I was in third grade Throughout my high school times, she just kept talking to me and talking to me. That's probably why I can talk so easily about it now that you asked me that question. I think it was my beautiful mother uh, who really wanted me to be totally prepared in, rationally and in my mind and intellectually to have lots of knowledge so that 
I could wind my way through whatever was going to happen with more confidence. And so that could help. My mom, I think, was a virgin when she got married at 27, freaked me out and said, don't have sex until you're married. And I kept to that because, and, you know, congratulations, you had this mom that was a very good. All right, so we've got about two minutes to break. Drop one nugget for me that you talk about what is the healthy beginning to sex? What do you, what's one tip you really told a young per- to tell a young person? Well, I'd say I'd give it to anybody, and that would be the power of presence. A lot of times people are, especially us women, <laughs> because of our estrogen dominance, we're kind of like always in our heads, all over the map, thinking about the things we want to do, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's just being in the moment, being right here, right now with your partner and feeling whatever is happening, communicating, connecting, looking in their eyes. A lot of times guys feel a lot of performance anxiety, like they need to give you incredible pleasure. So they're always strategizing in their head about what they're going to do next. Instead of just letting whatever emerges flow. Mm. Not having this predetermined plan of how something should be, but allowing your body, checking in with your body and your heart, and just being in the spur of the moment. Because when you're young and you're, whatever, 15, 16, 17, 18, and you're having sex for the first time, you don't know what you're doing, so you're actually really in the moment. So you're feeling the sense of awe, of wonder, of novelty. We have have 30 seconds left. Because as I'm sitting here listening to this, I am very pro-sex, love sex, want to talk about it. But I got to tell you something. I'm not a big fan of 15-year-olds having sex. Now, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's you. And I have two of them. So I guess because I don't know, I guess I think it's something you do your whole life. Don't spoil it because it only gets so good. And this, we're going to share all these questions. We're going to go off to a commercial break. I just love you, Susan. I don't, I'm a little blushy over here. I think maybe some of my fans are as well. I'm loving the conversation. I've got a lot of questions when we come back. So everybody, don't go away. You're listening to the most sexually radical Forbes factor you've ever heard. We're having fun and we're dropping O's. I can't, I can't believe I said all that. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this message. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. listening to the Forbes Factor. 
To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right. So we are having one of the coolest conversations you're ever going to hear. Two women, I would say rather attractive women, if I don't mind saying so myself, talking about the taboo subject of all time, sex. Talking about it in an open, fun, honest way. And I will tell you, if you've got your friend or your partner or your lover or your mother or father or daughter or son anywhere near, you should grab them and listen to this because Susan is probably the sanest person I've ever, I, I never liked when Dr. Ruth talked about sex. She made it seem goofy because you have to talk about sex like that. Dr. Ruth is weird. You, my darling, <laughs> seem to be the leading expert. All right, so we're talking oh. about kids. Um, and I just want to hang on the subject for a little bit longer about kids, about first time. Yeah. And how about society? Do you think society puts a crazy pressure on young ones to actually have sex? I, I think it does. Um, sex is so everywhere and porn is so everywhere now that I think it is more important than ever to completely prepare our children to have the knowledge and the confidence to make their own decision about when losing their virginity is right for them. All right. And, and here's the next question about being a parent. Is there a good, healthy way to talk to your kids? I mean, obviously your mom talked to you a lot. I've talked to my kids a lot. They don't want to talk to me anymore about it. They're like, mom, we got it. We're good. And uh, they make me feel uncomfortable talking to them about it. So any suggestions? Here's how I do it. I, I, uh, I think when you're riding in the car with a kid and they can't get away. <laughs> That's funny. That is the perfect time to talk about sex. But here's what I recommend. That you just talk about it for a very brief time about one tiny thing. And so it's kind of like you're talking about, oh, you know, we've got to go do this thing and daddy's got this thing going and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I wanted to tell you one thing. Um, I'm just going to be dripping out little bits of information about sex over the next few years for you. Oh, my God. And I wanted, and I wanted to just talk about this one little thing today. And so you start with just how are babies made? What are the girl parts and the boy parts? So you start with very simple anatomy and how babies are made. But then you, the next time you talk and, and you say, people also have sex to be close to each other. And it might seem weird to you now, but they do. And I'm going to talk more about the ways that you're close to each other and how you can always be safe. And I always want you to know a lot about sex so that you don't feel embarrassed. You're not learning the wrong things from other children. I don't care if other parents don't talk to their kids about sex, but I want you to know everything because I want you to always feel safe that you know what you're doing and that you're in control of your own body and that you can make good decisions when things happen. And so then you move on to, so the end, hey, what are you, what homework do you have to do tonight? You know, so that they don't have to even answer in the beginning. They just take it in. They're like, oh my God. And, and then it's over. And then they just go on to the next thing. And, over, and then another thing that I think is really good with children is you get some very good books like Our Bodies, Ourselves and The Joy of Sex or whatever they are. Barnes and Noble has the basic classic standards or Amazon. And here's what I did. I said, you know, I got these sex books because 
I know that it's kind of weird to talk to your mom about sex, but I am going to have conversations with you because I want to make sure you're always safe and you feel confident. However, there's a lot of really great detail in here that whenever you're interested in looking at it, it'll be here on the bookcase available to you. I got these for you because I already know everything that's in these books, but I got them for you because that's what my mom and dad did and they let me read books and it answered a lot of questions. Anything you read that you have questions about, you can always come to me. But that's a good way for you to learn. And so then you're doing it another, you know, you're giving, you're just opening the door for them to self-educate. And then that makes them more comfortable when you talk about it. You win the award for like the coolest mom. Okay. You just got it. (laughs) Um, I've got Bailey, who's who's a teenager. He wrote, oh my God, no, not the car ride. You can't get out of it, which is pretty funny. And then one of my other girlfriends writes, uh, my daughter's 10, my son is five. When is too young to talk about it with young children? My mother started talking to me about how babies are made when I was in third grade. So I was eight. That was when I was interested. But she waited until I asked something. Um, Not all children will. I had a very, very straight up relationship with my mother, very, very held safe and secure with my mother. So uh, I think it's different for every child. And sometimes you just have to see if they're interested. Hey, um, I'd like to tell you just a little bit about how babies are made and uh, invite you to ask me anything that you want. Would you be okay with me doing that? And if they're like, no, why? Say, okay, well, I'll just check in in a few more months and then bring it up again. Interesting. I'll tell you what, on Facebook Live, and you're going to want to read this later, there's some amazing comments from people. Uh, George Wheeler just chimed in. He was 14 years old, and he apparently had sex with a 28-year-old neighbor while her husband was in Vietnam. Interesting. He said back then it was fine, but nowadays, you know, she would have gotten arrested. Interesting how this shapes all of us. All right, so we got on the kids. So now I want to move on to us adults. So, guys, this is for all of us. You're in a relationship, right? It started out great, like you said, like you and your husband, and then it kind of fizzles because it naturally is going to fizzle, I would assume, if you don't do something, and most of us are not educated. This is my problem with the school system. We learn how to do algebra, calculus, and geometry, but God knows I could not figure out the balance of my bank account or have a personal relationship. And yes, they do teach you how to put a condom on a banana. I got that from my kids. That's great. Now we know if you have sex with a banana, what you're going to do. Um, <laughs> but, sorry, don't say that. Um, but what is? what did you learn? What can my audience walk away with today? And by the way, we've got a free gift for you guys to... Truly spice it up. What is one or two of the tips in your books and your research that says, you know what, guys, you could do this tonight and save your relationship? What you can do is learn some new techniques. One of the things that is difficult is that you don't know where to go to learn about how to be a good lover. But you do because now you know me. <laughs> Most people don't know. You know, it's a it's a grand wide world out there, and there's all kinds of of people teaching sexuality. There's great books on sex. There are websites that teach you things. There are people like myself that are ed- sex educators that teach techniques. Um, when you learn how to be a good lover, your sex gets better. So wherever you go. Whatever is the right place for you and the kind of sex that you'd like to have, my expertise is passionate lovemaking techniques. That's my niche, if you will. That's not everyone's jam. Some people like different kinds of sex than that. But the people who want that, you know, that sexual soulmate connection, that deeply emotionally connected, very sensual, very erotic, very pleasurable, very orgasmic sex, that's kind of the the place that that I specialize. And I'll tell you that, There's a technique 
that I think is one of the best. And I'm going to give this to you, and I'm also going to describe it briefly here. And that is something that I call the sexual soulmate pact, like, a, like an agreement, a P-A-C-T, sexualsoulmatepact.com is where you can go to get this. It's a downloadable excerpt from my book, Sexual Soulmates. It's one of the six techniques. And it's the one I like to give away because in all honesty, I think it's the one that people need the most more than anything else. So I give away the best thing I have. And that is, it, it, it takes a little bit of a description. But basically, it's how to have honest bedroom communications because generally for the masculine, his testosterone is very forward, driven, goal-oriented. He wants to do a good job. He wants to win. He wants to be the hero. He wants to be the champion. The female, who's more estrogen dominant, she is all over the map. She's thinking about a lot of things. She's hormonally cyclical. What she wants in any given day, what she wants in any given moment changes all the time. So in one moment, she might, she might need to be held into a relaxation before she can get to arousal. In another moment, she might want to be taken and ravished by her man. And it's very difficult for him to know where she is on that spectrum. Because it's constantly changing because we're cyclical. And so the soulmate pact is an agreement that acknowledges the fact that at our core, we are human beings. Human beings are part of the animal kingdom. There is a part of us that we can't control. We can't control if it's too hot or too cold, if if he's too scratchy for us, if my feet hurt and I can't think about anything till I get a foot rub. There are a lot of things that are about your body that are actually out of your control. But what is in your control is acknowledging them and speaking them to your partner so that they know how to make love to you in that moment. And your partner could be that way too, a more sensitive man. He might need more warm-up. Men aren't all just, you know, cavemen. We are all across the spectrum of the masculine feminine at different times. And so when you two as partners say, hey, here's where I am right now. This is kind of what my mood or my appetite is. You actually get better at tapping into your mood and appetite. And here's how come it gets easy to do that. Because your partner, instead of feeling like when you gave them feedback, they were doing something wrong, the soulmate pact is the agreement that they're not doing anything wrong ever They're actually hungry for your feedback because if he can get your feedback or you can get his feedback and you can give him what he wants or what you want, then all of a sudden you've got a win. You are, there's no such thing as failure. All there is is feedback. If your lover is like, if your lover is like, tell me what you need, baby. How are you today? You need a little foot rub? You got a crick in your neck? You want a long, slow body massage? Do you need me to hold you? Or what, you know, no, baby, I just want, let's just, you know, I'm, please go down on me right now. (laughs) I've been waiting all day and I've been looking forward to this. You know, whatever it is. So that asking for what you want, the agreement that there's nothing wrong, everything is always changing, and you're just checking in with each other to see what you want. What it does is it takes away any um, issues with speaking 
and asking for what you want. It gets the sex, it makes the sex better because suddenly you're tuned into each other in a way where you have a little bit of direction that makes the sex kind of take off even better. Third, it gives you a wider variety of sexual experiences and variety and novelty are what keeps sex from getting boring. There's safety with a partner that you've had for a while, but that's what makes it boring is when it gets to be the same every day. For men, it could be a lot more consistently the same. If they get that intercourse and they have that ejaculation, they're pretty happy. But for women, they need to learn how to have those orgasms from intercourse, and that requires getting more skills and orgasmically cross-training and learning how to have different kinds of skills together. And when you can talk about things and when you can ask for what you want, you create more variety and you create more potential for orgasms. Do you actually hold classes to teach this or do we get this from your books and videos? Books and videos. There's a lot to learn apparently. Um, oh yeah. What if you want something very different from your partner and you come to that conclusion? Is the relationship over? Give me an example of what you imagine that could be. You know, someone is still, oh, I want to do it every night when we go to bed, baby. And you're like, look, I'm really tired. It's not my focus. Once a week is fine. And it doesn't matter whether it's the guy or the girl. And the other one keeps pushing. And whether it's, I don't want to do this. Or someone says, hey, you know what? I want to bring someone new into the relationship because I'm a little bored. The other one says, oh, that's a horrible thing to do. You hit kind of a weird impasse where one wants something and the other one doesn't want it. So in, in the example of he wants it every night and she wants it once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, men want sex every day. It's testosterone. They are driven to desire it. They have a high sex drive. What that, my advice for that particular situation is that he needs to learn how to make her want sex as much as he does. By learning tech, they need to learn together techniques that give her the level and quality of pleasure that means that she's up for way more sex than she is right now. It's not, if you only want sex once a week, I want sex every day. I just don't have time to have it. If I had more time, I'd have more sex. I enjoy it. I didn't used to. Really what it means is that the two of you need to go to school together and learn how to give each other the, the level of pleasure, especially for the person who doesn't want as much sex. If, if she knew that she would have an incredible experience every time she was with him, she would be more likely to want more sex. Unless she has some issues such as health issues, uh, sexual abuse issues. There are things that keep you from wanting sex, things that lower your libido, lower your vitality. If you have hormonal imbalances, which is a health issue as well, you know, there's lots of reasons why. It doesn't mean you would always have sex every day, but for a lot of men, they think they want sex every day because they're not getting enough. They're not filled up. And she doesn't want it because she's not filled up. So you have to work on it together and come together to find that happy medium. I am also a big proponent of scheduling sex and having erotic play dates. Erotic play dates are not we're guaranteed to have intercourse. We're going to learn some techniques and practice on each other, which is why I have a program called the Steamy Sex Ed Video Collection. It's 200 heart-connected love-making techniques that couples can watch together in the privacy of your own home that are not pornography. They are sex education, but they're sexy sex education. And so you can watch because one of the things that happens is women get bored because their guys only have a couple of techniques. And so 
they just don't want to have sex anymore because it's like the, it's like Groundhog Day, boring old Groundhog Day. Women have voracious sexual appetites the same as men if they have a hot lover. So it's on you both to make sure you're getting better in bed together. In the okay. case, the sec, you want me to answer the second one too? Like, so you see they're conditional, but they all kind of, you know, you have, um, it, there's no I'm one answer. Gonna, no, keep going. I'm just, I'm taking notes. So what was number two? The, the number two, oh, bringing a third person in. Right. Um, so a lot of times bringing a third person in is something that is more of a novelty, not someone who wants to open their relationship and become polyamorous or what have you. It's more like, oh, and one, for once in my life, I'd like to have two women and have sex with them both at the same time or something like that. And so really that's about agreements and boundaries. Boundaries are one of the most interesting things that you can create as a couple. For example, uh, we're going to have sex, but we're going to go out for dinner with our friends afterward. And so I don't want you to mess up my hair and my makeup. And I'm at the tail end of my period. So we have to lay a towel down and we only have 45 minutes because it's going to take me 15 minutes to get my hair back together. And you've got to get this crick out of my neck before we start making, you know, like those are my boundaries today. This is what I'm going to need. And he's like, okay, I got it. And he might have some boundaries that he says too. Whenever you have a, an ability to communicate where you are and what your upper limits are, then you can play to the upper limits. So in the example of maybe a couple, maybe it's she wants to have two men make love to her and she wants to have that experience. You never know what people want. You'd say, okay, who are we going to do it with? What would the conditions be that we would even consider it? What are the safe sex situation? Uh, you know, what do we need to do to protect ourselves, both mind, body, all mind, body, and spirit? If we were going to bring a third person in, what are we going to do if it goes south? It's always the two of us together, and that third person would come into it. But what you do is you essentially just start talking about it. You don't do something about it. You just have the conversation. You get everything out on the table. You talk about why you desire it, what your fantasies would be about it. You talk about what you're scared about. You talk about who you might do it with. All those things, you might never end up doing it, but at least your partner got heard. And there might be some place where it's a deal breaker for you and you just can't do it. But if you yeah, never even yeah. indulge them in the conversation, that you'll yeah. never know and they get upset. I've got, I've got to go to a commercial break. I'm just loving this. A whole bunch of people said, wait, wait, wait. At least we're going to talk about having sex with a third person. How exciting was that? When we come back, <laughs> I, want to t- I want to touch on people who've been abused and body okay. issues. I've got one more segment. Don't go away. This is the hottest topic I've ever heard. You don't want to miss any more of this. You're listening to Forbes Riley on The Forbes Factor. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. 
My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Okay, so we're, you know, we're talking about sex. I've been traveling for three weeks. This is a really good conversation. <laughs> But we're talking about it in a way that reminds us that it's a healthy, normal part of loving yourself, loving your partner, being being happy. I think people who are sexually frustrated, you can tell, they're kind of brittle. You know, it's a very natural part of life. And my guest is Susan Bratton. She's written about it. She's a free gift for us at Sexual Soulmate Pact. I think it's Soulmate with a no S or is it an S? Susan? Pact. Sexual Soulmate Pact, P-A-C-T dot com. Yes, and I'll put that on our website. Uh, what is in that for people who are going to call and get or just go there and get the free gift? What can they expect? You're going to download a free ebook with the technique called the Sexual Soulmate Pact. And then I'm going to give you three free videos where I break down each piece of the pact and give you examples of lovers who've used it in different ways so that you can identify with it and apply it to your own sex life. I love this. We're also going to talk about breast massage. Yes, you and your partner, um, and, and she's going to drop a, a powerful technique on us, a better lovemaking technique. But first, I want to talk for a second about, actually, Penny just talked about sex over 50, but I want to talk about abuse. You know, being in the health and, and fitness industry, I've come to, un- to uncover that most people's body issues are fighting weight or fighting this demon in their head because somebody touched them inappropriately, whether a little bit or a lot of it, and it's made them ashamed of the body that they're in. So if they don't like their own body, how can that possibly translate to a healthy sex life? What do you tell people who have been abused and are dealing with these demons, both men and women? To go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and really try to unpack it and process it 
um, you owe it to yourself to do that because anything that's holding you back from having a healthy sexual and intimate connection means that you will have faster cognitive decline. You will have more risk of heart attack and stroke. Uh, you're, what's great about sex is both the uh, fluid exchange of man and woman. And, and if you're, uh, if you're same gender, if you have a same gender partner, it's, it's almost as good. So don't worry like, oh my God, she's anti-gay or something like that. I'm not. I support everyone across the gender spectrum. But the masculine and feminine body, which is most people are heterosexual, they have a semen exchange, saliva exchange, and we actually get vital ingredients from a man's semen as a woman, we get uh, serotonin, we get testosterone, which gives us more courage and lowers our anxiety because in hormonal women, we're naturally more anxious than men. It's just the way we're built. And so there are a lot of things we get in actually having sex and orgasms that reboot us, that are a circulatory event that keep us from getting heart attacks and diseases. So uh, you want to take care of your health by making sure that your sexual abuse is handled by someone who is very good at unpacking the problem and helping you process through it so that you can get to the point where you have uh, an ability to reclaim your sexuality, reclaim your body love, and have compassion for your transgressors and let it go and forgive and forget and move on and put it behind you and give yourself the gift of your sexuality. So it takes a qualified professional and I think psychologists and psychiatrists specifically who deal with sexual abuse are the way to go. All right, and I will also offer up that actually the work that I do at Forbes Factor Live I know you guys have heard me talk about this a lot. A lot of that breakthrough, we actually also handle and have gotten people through a lot of their sticking points. So I'm happy to offer up Forbes Factor Live, which, by the way, is coming up in June. If you're in the neighborhood uh, down here in St. Pete from June 8th to 12th, uh, that is the class I only teach three times a year. So I'm excited about that coming up. Um, Somebody's I am sure that getting in a room with you for three or four days is an incredibly uplifting experience for us. Well, and I appreciate that. I will tell you, it's two things. One, it's a technical thing. I teach you how to pitch, which is a metaphor for teaching you how to get anything that you want in life. We identify it, we break it down. We have insane success about people truly leaving here. But I don't let anybody go until I have a technique whereby you go back in your past, but pretty much just clean out your closet so that you can have a much healthier future, which would obviously lead with some of your techniques to a healthy sex life. Um, So I'm going to ask for it. I need a technique. Show me something. Tell me something that I can take tonight if I want to and surprise my lover. Okay. One of the things that I think is really, really nice for couples is to do to do this technique I call my breast massage master plan. And it, I think it's really good for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think couples rush sex. For women, it takes us a while to get fully aroused. Our clitoral structure, which includes a lot of erectile tissue, it's not just the tip of the iceberg that you see on the outside of your body. It actually, your clitoris goes deep into your body in a shaft that separates into two little legs called crora that run up along the top inside of your vaginal canal. 
as well as two little punching bags called vestibular bulbs that run down the front of your vulva, kind of underneath where the fur is. And that whole thing is made of erectile tissue. You also have a sponge on the top of your vaginal canal inside called the urethral sponge, which surrounds the urethra where your key comes out, and one below on the bottom that's called your perineal sponge. All of that is erectile tissue. You also have erectile tissue in your breasts, and you have erectile tissue in your nose, your lips, your mouth, and your throat. And when a woman tries to, we women are raised to be people pleasers. And men are much faster at being ready to go for, for intercourse, especially. And so often we rush it. And that is one of the things that holds us back from having more satisfying sex is that we're not fully engorged. It's like we're making love without a hard off. And so I like to give couples a way to slow things down and also something that can be done on those nights when you're not really up for sex, but you might want to relax and connect together in touch and sensual love. So this is what, this is one, this is one way that I, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I had another quick question. And, and this is a really personal question because Oh, you know what? Darn, my my producer's like, we're out of time. I want to keep this conversation. You know what? Maybe we just need to do Facebook Live, you and I, and have this conversation. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a link. I have the directions for the Breast Massage Master Plan all written down. And I'll give you a link for it so that everybody can go get that Breast Massage Master Plan as well. I've described everything for you. All right. Well, so there you have it. Um... If you had to end and share one last piece of advice with my audience, what would it be? Well, don't squander your sex life. Find the things that you will help you have more confidence, more comfort, and more joy. It's a lifelong practice. You'll you can get better and you can have sex until the day you die. And so it's a fundamental part of you and your humanity. It is your birthright. And learning is power. Oh. See, I love that. And, and I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you for all my listeners. Um, this is a really powerful conversation. Just even the, the, the graphicness that you just talked about sex and being ready for it. I just don't think we have this conversation. And I want to honor you for being willing, because I think it's not for everybody, but it's really necessary. And you made it a very exciting, no pun intended, uh, conversation that I, I honor you a lot. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Well, you know what? It's what happens when amazing women get together. Phenomenal things happen. So, girl, I'm going to support you. I'm going to offer sexualsoulmatepact.com. Please go to that. Download the, download the information. I, I read it last night. I haven't seen the videos. I cannot wait to see the videos. You are, you're on a mission, girl, to just make us happy, healthy. And, and, you know, I love it. And you're monetizing it, which is even more exciting because you're a businesswoman. You've got a, what is it, a head for, a head for business and a bod for sin from the movie Working Girls <laughs> and Griffith. Girl, you embody Except that. Not invite, yeah, I invite you to go take a look and see how amazing this woman is inside and out. Get to know her. If you've got questions, reach out to her. She's probably the most open, accessible person with regard to sex that I've ever talked to. Thank you. Thank you for it. All right, you guys. 
I want to thank everybody for listening to Forbes Factor. I know this will be the most popular show that I ever do, aside from the birthday show, because it has that three-letter word in it. Um, but it's, it's, it's too good to miss. So I would share this one with your friends and family. You know that it lives as a podcast. And I will see you guys again here next week, same time, same bat channel. You're listening to the Forbes Factor with Forbes Riley. Make it a good one. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.